Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to The Pod Du Jour, the podcast where everything is up for review. I am Andrew, joined once more back from a truly wonderful visit to the fatherland itself of, of North Korea, Thomas. Hello, welcome. Thank you for having me, uh, and uh, thank you for organising that visa to actually return. A uh, very fine trip. I, I heard you had... I, I can't wait to see the Polaroids, uh, the snaps, the secretive photos that were taken, or if the government is listening, not taken. And I think it will truly show a wonderful country full of beautiful people. Now, of course, while I was off having my glorious time with Glorious Leader, uh, Andrew, would you like to tell us what you were up to? Unfortunately, at present, I'm actually not at liberty to discuss that. Uh, a whole lot of NDAs, you know, the whole the business side of things, sorry, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, as soon as we are able to tell you a little more about it, I think you'll be very excited. But that brings us through to uh, where we've been since then, since returns, yours, mine. What has, has been happening? Oh, the world has changed, it seems. The world turns and then turns again and then it turns again. It feels as though it turns like seven times a week. I cannot believe uh, how quickly things are changing. And with all that change and with so many things entering our, our consciousness, our social consciousness, our individual consciousness, our unconscious consciousness, all of these things require our keen eye for review. So with that in mind, we're going to bring you future past episodes for you to remind yourselves about the world that's gone by, relive the glorious days of yonder. A simpler time with more intricate reviews. Now, I think that brings us, though, speaking of reviews, as we are every week, the most demanded review. Now, this was the, the most demanded review, of course, by those who have our mailing lists. They have our address, and uh, it was what most of you have sent us. One or two said differently, um, namely... Thank you for your writing, Mr. Latham, but we will not die in a fire, at least not today. That brings us, though, to the unveiling of something we're very excited about here at the PDJ. Now, a new review method. Now, we've been working on this for some time. We've been taking some of your new old favourites and some of your old new favourites, and we've been putting them together, and we think we have truly come up with a spectacular way to review almost anything but more specifically, the things we're going to talk about today. And that is, of course, the 2017 PDJ Snack Bait and Tackle Review System Patent Pending. Now, it is, we could not be more excited to share this with you, and today we will do so by unveiling it in the manner that can only be done with a bag of chips. Now, we have such a bag here. And that bag, of course, is original. Now, they say themselves, the original and the best. But that's where we're going to put that to the test today. Original and crinkle cut. None of this flat cut, thin cut, no cut, uncut chip. This is crinkle cut. It is, and it is the way to, to eat your chip, in fact. Uh, crinkle that, is best. Uh, now, to, to bring about this uh, review system, we'll start, of course, with the vessel. Now, the vessel in this case is, as we can see, or we can see, you can hear... A bag. Uh... The bag is the vessel. The vessel is the bag. And it is a vessel of goodness. It is a vessel of, uh, if I look at it here, 7% of my sodium intake. However, if I were to eat the whole bag, or 170 grams of it, it is, in fact, uh, a vessel of uh, at least 60% of my sodium intake. Now, with that said, the bag, as it visually appears, 
blue, red, yellow accents, uh, not painful, not soft on the eye, is just simply a treasure chest for what it contains. Now, as with all Crisp's bags, it is stiff, yet malleable to the touch, bearing images of the contents, and a bowl of flake sea salt on the front. The back of the package is lavished with nutritional information, ingredients, warnings, recommendations, and advice. But the all-important best before date appears to have been printed in a new font to that of the 1990s style, heralding the new competitive nature of the crisps industry. Silvery and wondrous, moved to the front from the back of the front, reflecting the modernity of requirements. Yes, it is indeed an, an, an icon of the modern era. When one reaches into the bag, after opening, as you would have just heard, when one reaches into the bag, one does not have to reach deep for this plentiful and rich crisp, as there is a whopping, as I said before, 170 grams of heaven. Now that's net weight, and for the experienced corn slash potato crisp consumer, they will understand how many crisp that actually equates to. Upon producing one of these glorious pieces of content, if care has been taken in the packaging and shipping, one will find an irregular shaped crisp, somewhat oval-esque, light in weight, but heavy in flavour. Indeed. Now that brings us to the second of the reviewing structure here, which is, of course, the bouquet, or the scent. Now, upon opening the pack, one is aroused by the scent of originality. While not overpowering, one's attention is brought to the contents of the bag. Not forgetting, of course, the potato and oil. Clearly essential oils here. Not to be confused with aromatherapy essential oils. Sunflower oil is not good for smelling. Uh, that goes into founda the foundation of such a crisp. Sorry. Upon extensively um, taking in the full aroma... Let me just do that once more. Yep. When I take in that aroma that accompanies these crisps, one aroma that really springs to mind, it's, it's a delicate uh, nose palette here. You can sense the whiffs of youth, of days spent at endless family gatherings, of last-minute impulse purchasing for a night, either entertaining guests or oneself. It's up to you. Indeed. But to the more advanced connoisseur, the more advanced smeller, if I may say, and categorise myself as, perhaps there's a, a faint whiff of perhaps desperation of the potato famine of the 1840s, even of the Dust Bowl of the United States in the 1930s, when those imperialist and capitalist failures came home to roost for so many of the oppressed working no, no, class... No, 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 no. So, sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Now, the visit there, it's really got you going. Right? You just got to yeah, yeah, okay, get back yeah, in the game. Get back in the game. You're okay. It's okay. Let me just Take a breath. Back to the Take a breath. Right. Okay. I think it's probably best to move on to the next. I think so. Uh, and that takes us to the sapidity or the flavour off what flavor. we've got here. Flavour? Flavour, sorry, I've thought it was flavour all my time. Uh, the packaging informs me, as we sort of said before, uh, that these are purported to taste off original and possibly of salt, though this latter one is not explicitly stated, only implicitly stated by this bowl of flaked sea salt. Uh, what, though, is the taste of originality, Andrew? I mean, that's something that I've been thinking of for some time. I mean, originality, is it one who is truly individual, one who truly uh, seeks to, to move forward on one's own step? Or is it, as we said, just a fancy word for salt? I'm really drawn back to the idea of Thomas Reed here and his theory of taste from the 80s, real seminal work in the area, uh, where he talks to the notion that 
taste itself is a construct based on both experiences had and experiences unhad. And so the taste of originality here is the taste of all the things I've added to the world, but also all those things I have missed out from adding. Indeed. Now, of course, that brings us to the idea of uh, the taste. Now, what can one say? Now, certainly, the acclaimed flavours are present. Mm, they are. And with authority. Give us some of this, yeah. Yeah, but as the void of taste is taken over by the probably deep true seasoning that's there, hidden deep down in the chip, one immediately notices that that which was in the aroma, desperation, with a hint of vegetable, and dare I say it, a nightshade vegetable. I think so. Now, after a handful of chips, and I'm just going to do that for you now. Now, we understand, of course, eating on a microphone is a sin in the in the game, but it's, it's, a, it's something we're going to do for you to give you a true review locked in with freshness. It does remind uh, us of the sort of essence of this episode, which is that we're bringing you a review so fresh that you can hear the smell. Indeed. Now, after a handful of chips, one's palate finds itself overwhelmed with the sheer voltage of the saltiness. But not an overwhelming amount, as with some overbaked chips, such as <laughs> chips. As the dull sting from the, the monovalent cations resonates in one's mouth, the sodium is a wonderful taste to accompany this, so much so that one is enticed for the next crisp almost immediately. Excuse me. You are very much excused, and I think everyone could excuse you for that. Uh, chips, the original and the best after all, are those ones that draw you in time and time again. Now this brings us on to the second last element of this review system that we are patent pending, waiting for copyright laws, etc. Uh, the pairing. Now, the lack of other flavours is an alarming sensation to the tongue and senses and immediately causes the consumer to wonder if there will be a drink at the end of the packet, should one drink at the end, at the beginning, or all the way through. But for the beginner and the new connoisseur of chips, a drink may be required at hand after four to five chips. And that brings us into the recommendation for uh, consuming these consumables. Traditionally, I'm a bit of a purist, a bit of an old school, a bit of a, a, a purist at heart. And I've paired my uh, chip consumption today with a soda, uh, a Pepsi Max, I believe it's, uh, a, yes, it is 375 mils uh, and only contributes to like 0.1% of my energy requirements, which is why I would like my chips to go well with that. There's no uh, offset or in, uh, uh, additional energy I'm getting from either of these two things. So I can continue a lethargic lifestyle where I contribute absolutely nothing to this system that I live in. Indeed, whereas I as I am not a savage, have paired this, of course, with a delightful cup of tea, Ooh. as one should. Now, I have gone with Assam Bold. Bold choice. and it, it, A bold choice for a bold flavour, and it is what you need, ladies and gentlemen. I highly recommend absolutely pairing these two together. The flavour of the chip, the saltiness, is sated by the bold, rich flavour of the tea, and it's something that I think everyone can truly get behind. Now, that brings us to the... Um Denouement, denou den the denouement, Thank the you. finality of the experience, and in this case, the eating experience. Now, upon finishing the packet, 
This consumer found a number of abnormal crisps. This was due to poor handling and shipping, and our courier aptly received a one-star Yelp review. But for the aesthetic connoisseur, this could be a worrying, somewhat disappointing find at the bottom of the packet. If you buy your chips to look at for pleasure rather than consuming for pleasure, you're going to find a lot of weird-looking chips. However, for those that only strive for formality in taste, this will be of no concern at all. If you're just looking for taste, not the attractiveness of it, you're going to be fine. If, like this review, you don't actually pay for your food, there won't be any concerns at all. Now, as a whole, these crisps delight the senses and fill the stomach. Uh, making this, along with its said health benefits, which include uh, lacking in artificial flavour, lacking in artificial colours, I mean, these are the genuine colours of potatoes, uh, lacking in preservatives, because these are going to go stale pretty soon, and lacking in gluten, to surely give you a guilt-free experience, but I will just put a caveat here, I would like to examine the scientific data on this finding before I jump to any conclusion, as to whether I will experience guilt prior, during, or after this consumption. And that brings us, ladies and gentlemen, of course, to the verdict. Now, Thomas, where did you see this going? I sort of fell into a, uh, a judgment that showed overwhelming positivity. I found that this was quite a well-founded crisp, uh, in my opinion. The delicate but sustained balance of aroma and taste, of texture and edibility, of originality and familiarity only makes this even more of a must-stock for any household out there. And, Andrew, your verdict? I think that says it all right there, ladies and gentlemen. That sums up our eating experience to a T. Now, I would like to say, of course, ladies and gentlemen, just one more thing. We mentioned previously about that one-star Yelp review. Now, that's just... its, it's I'm sorry, it's been driving me a little crazy. Um, that one-star Yelp review was also given, of course, to a member of the staff here who truly, truly should know better. He received a strict rebuking, strict rebuking, along with a referral to Podlantis Management because we will not suffer in silence and we will not allow this to occur and allow it to spoil what has been otherwise a wonderful experience reviewing these delightful chips. Our chips will not be broken. They will be in one piece, all their pieces. I should be able to reassemble my potato from these chips. was severely rebuked. I don't know if we'll be seeing him again. I don't know if we will, and I expect to hear back from Podlantis Management on that forthcoming. But that brings us again to the end of another week. We were different people at the beginning. We're Very different people different. again at the end. But we will see what happens to us next week, ladies and gentlemen. For the pod du jour, I've been Andrew. I've been Thomas. And good day.